Maybe it's a little windy today, but it is sunny. The water's getting warmer. If you can deal with the bugs, it's canoe or kayak camping time. We set out for paddling, fishing, and just plain chilling on Lower Saranac Lake for today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day is provided by Long Run Wealth Advisors, an independent SEC-registered investment advisor in Lake Placid, offering tailored wealth management and retirement solutions. LongRunWealth.com Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Friday, May 20th. First up, members of the Nurses Union at Champlain Valley Physicians Hospital in Plattsburgh announced ratification of a new contract with the hospital yesterday. They say it's not just about the money. Kara Chapman reports from Plattsburgh. Cool rain picked up under gray skies Thursday morning outside CVPH. But a small group representing the New York State Nurses Association at CVPH was in high spirits from their new contract. I'm feeling good. We feel we are feeling, I'm feeling good. great. Refresh. It feels good to yes. win. And when you fight and you get something, it feels good. The it weight is good. lifted off of our shoulders. The dawn of a new day. A supermajority of union members approved the agreement, finalized last week after they had authorized a strike. Highlights include raises, retention bonuses, COVID safety assurances, and continued health benefits through the union's benefit fund. That last one was key for nurse Kelly Gidman, whose youngest daughter, Annalise, has a severe brain malformation. She says the two-and-a-half-year-old is treated by her team of angels at Boston Children's Hospital. I can now just breathe a sigh of relief because we can continue with her health care there, and they are top-notch doctors. Gidman's little girl has made appearances at the informational pickets held by the union as contract negotiations wore on. The night they were finalized, the union's negotiator told Gidman to go home and celebrate with her daughter. She's two and a half, but I did, you know, say, Annie, we won, we won, and she, she was all smiles and happy, happy, happy. So how much she understands, probably not that much, but she knew mom was excited. Nurse Kenny Millington says the union would be remiss if it didn't mention the hospital's restructure. A couple years ago, the hospital redesigned with the aim of cutting costs and reaching profitability. Millington says it led to an exodus of experienced healthcare professionals, which impacted services. An arbitration judge later found its implementation unlawful. Millington and the other union members stressed the importance of listening to the nurses and collaborating to provide safe and effective health care. We are hopeful today that this contract will be the first step to quell a lot of the issues that we have. And them finalizing this contract is honoring and solidifying their commitment to the healthcare professionals that run the ship, as well as the people of this community. Millington is a Brooklyn native who says he followed his wife to Plattsburgh and fell in love with the area and its people. He says his involvement with the union and the contract process is not about the money or even the benefits. It was about respect and the future of this hospital and this community. CVPH President Michelle LeBeau said in a statement that the hospital is pleased to have a new contract with the nurses' union. She went on to say, quote, I look forward to turning all of our energies and talents toward caring for our patients and each other. Kara Chapman, North Country Public Radio, Plattsburgh. A COVID testing site on the SUNY Potsdam campus closes today. The site has offered PCR tests for staff, students, and community members since January. Quadrant Biosciences, which runs the site, will close it because of a decrease in testing and the end of the semester. 
The company has also operated three other testing sites. Those in Canton and Ticonderoga have already closed. The SUNY Plattsburgh site at Adirondack Hall will remain open for the general public. SUNY Plattsburgh's testing site for students, staff, and faculty will close after today for the summer. Time to dust off those canoes and kayaks, find the life jackets in the basement, and head out on the region's rivers and lakes. Reporter Amy Feireisel got out last week on a quick canoe camping trip on Lower Saranac Lake. And bonus points, she squeezed it in just before the black flies exploded. Lucky duck, here's her audio postcard. Oh, you my sunscreen went? Um, I just picked it up, sorry. I'm with two friends, Zach Rose and Will Madison, and we're filling two canoes up to the brim. So what you putting in the canoe, Zach? Uh, some life jackets and wood. Quite a bit of firewood alongside our camping supplies, two big coolers of food, fishing gear. This is the great thing about canoe camping. You get to float your stuff in. We're getting ready to leave from the second boat launch on Lower Saranac Lake. The water is still quite cold, so we're wearing life jackets. And Will has come prepared with footwear, too. I am putting on my muck boots so that I can get in the water. Normally, uh, in the warmer season, I'll just wear my chacos, but the water is still a little chilly. We push off and start paddling towards the lower locks. This is a quick trip, leaving in the evening, coming back in the morning. It's about 5.30, and it's just the most perfect late spring, early summer day. Uh, The trees are still mostly bare. Things haven't leafed out yet, but it's... 60 degrees, bright and sunny. Best of all, there are no bugs. We see a single loon bathing itself in that late afternoon golden light. The water is fairly still and so blue. We paddle across Second Pond and into a smaller, tighter channel where it's wondrously quiet. We stop paddling and Will wants to try fishing. Zach has to be convinced because he's been catching a lot of trees and bushes lately. Then, on his first cast. Oh, I got a fish. I got a fish. No way. <laughs> I got a fish. Oh, it's a big one. I'm trying. <laughs> Holy mackerel, that thing's huge. No like way! Zach pulls up a foot-long, small-mouthed bass. It's not the season for those yet, so the fish gets to live another day. Less than two miles from the boat launch, we decide to make camp at the Cold Brook Lean-To. So we're pulling up to the Lean-To, which there's a sort of a picnic bench and a Lean-To settled back into the trees. Totally empty, so it's ours. This is a pretty popular spot in the summer, but it's still early May and we're the only ones around. We get a campfire started, and as the light fades, we start on dinner. So we're cooking potatoes wrapped in foil on the fire, in the coals, and then also some corn we dunked in the water. I'm just going to give the potatoes a flip. Got one end just sitting on the coals, and we want to give it a flip so that end doesn't burn and our other side gets cooked. 
We fry pork chops in a cast iron pan and hunch around the fire, balancing full plates on our knees. Zach sticks his corn cob back in the fire. I peeled the husk off and I'm gonna, I'm trying to get it charred. Get a little char. Get a little char. There's something primal about cooking on a fire. It just feels right. Before bed, as the fire dies down, I walk back out to where we've pulled our canoes up the sandy bank. There's not a cloud in the sky, and a bright half-moon washes the shoreline in silver light. At the Cold Brook lean-to, I'm Amy Fireisel, North Country Public Radio. Really beautiful photos on our website, ncpr.org. Feedback always welcome on whatever you hear or don't hear on Story of the Day. Email me anytime, david at ncpr.org. Have a super weekend. Music today by I Am Snow Angel of Lake Placid and the Saranac Project from Saranac Lake. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.